Hey, hey golfers, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here, golf coach, golf academy owner, located in Spokane Valley, Washington. That's the east side of Washington, if you never heard of it. And it's in between Spokane, Coeur d'Alene. Pretty cool area. I think you should visit it, especially Coeur d'Alene is ultra cool if you've never been. Let's talk about golf. Let's talk about golf instruction. Let's talk about how to play better golf. That is the mission for this podcast. I consider this to be a little different source of golf media for you all, and I hope you appreciate that. I want this to be like your truth finder source, where you can come to get real stuff, where we can have real conversations about how to play better golf and to build long-term sustainable progress. Quick tips don't work, y'all. That is not how you build skills. Somehow we're stuck in this, uh, whatever you'd wanna call it, we're stuck in this area where the majority of golfers believe that a quick tip is going to change their game. That's not real. What's gonna change your game is hard work, having a plan, working your plan, and consistency over time. Anyway, that's my little pep you up. Hope you're fired up to be here. I'm fired up to be here and delivering what I learn. I get to be a part of every single day, which is teaching golf and helping players with their golf game and their learning curves. Anyway, before we hop into it, I got a couple things I want to say. Gave away the swing analysis last week. That was cool. We did see some growth from that little promotion. So maybe I'll do something like that again in the future. If you have any ideas for stuff I should give away or ideas for me, shoot them over to me or podcast ideas. I love hearing from you guys. What's on your brain? What's on your mind? Let me know about it. And uh, new this week, starting Monday, is I'm gonna I'm gonna start the YouTube channel up. We're gonna do it. The YouTube channel is just gonna be another source of golf information for you, just more visual. You can come learn more real talk about golf instruction, golf improvement. So I will have that link down below in the description, I think, because I've made it, but I haven't posted a video yet. So I think you could be my first subscriber or two or 10 or 20. That'd be cool. You'll be ready for Monday's drop, Monday at 6 a.m. We're, we're gonna meet live at the YouTube channel. I hope to see you there. Let's hop into today's topic. Let's talk about golf, golf instruction, golf improvement. I wanna do a bit of a deep dive on the club face. The club face is integral to your success. Ideally, what we want is a club face that's relatively square, or the leading edge is roughly 90 degrees from our swing arc, and square to our target as long as possible through the hitting area. That's a perfect world, but realize we don't live in a perfect world, but also realize that you can build great habits over time by understanding where your club face should be and working from there. So when we set up, we want our club face pointed at the target. That's our starting position. We're just gonna work our way back through the swing sequentially and we're gonna hit some key checkpoints. So we're gonna start with our club face pointed at the target. The only real way to know this, to be sure, is to put the magnet tool on your sweet spot of your club. The magnet tool costs like 10 or $15. It's a magnet, slaps on your club face, and it shows you where your club face is pointed. A lot of you are gonna be surprised where your club face is pointed. I'll just leave it at that. Now let's go back to the takeaway. So I, what I wanna operate off of today is straight up and down with the leading edge of the club is zero degrees. When we tilt that club towards the ground, in like the takeaway, for example, when that leading edge tilts towards the ground, we're gonna measure that angle. So if the leading edge was straight up and down at 12 o'clock, that would be zero degrees. So in the takeaway position, and, and we're gonna get into some of the nuance of this as well, like there's square is a relative term, kind of relative to your swing speed actually, and how you deliver the club. But there's also variation within how good players play, and I wanna give you that variation. So when you take the club away, I like the club face tilted down about 20 to 40 degrees. 
about one o'clock, if, if you're looking at a clock and that clock is angled, one o'clock would be angled down from behind. Not to confuse you, but I like it angled down about 20 degrees. It could be anywhere from 15 to 40 degrees. That's where good players play golf from. Another popular spot here is the leading edge can also line up with your spine angle. And this is kind of a good concept because it shows how the leading edge can change relative to you, your spine angle and it can still be square. Leading edge also lines up with your spine angle, assuming your spine angle is okay, or you know, 15, 20 degrees angle down, anywhere from 15 to 40 degrees. The next position, let's go up to the top of the golf swing. From that point, if the club was pointed up to the sky, the leading edge is pointed to the sky, that would be relatively closed, most people would consider that. If the leading edge was in line with your lead arm, your left arm for a right-handed golfer, if it was in line with that, most people would consider that relatively square. Now somewhere in between the two is actually my preference, but you could play anywhere from the leading edge of the club lined up with your lead arm to pointed towards the sky. There are good golfers that do both. And if you have a slower swing speed, you'd want your club face to be slightly more open. If you have a faster swing speed, you can support having your club face slightly more closed. Now, as we progress back into the downswing, we also have some important club face alignments. Also, I should have clarified earlier, your takeaway is when the club is parallel to the ground. That's your takeaway position. The top of the golf swing is the very longest part of your golf swing. And in the downswing, we're gonna to come to the final stage that I would consider a stage before impact, which is when the club is parallel to the ground again. So the club is parallel to the ground in the downswing. Again, we want that club angled down slightly less than it was in the takeaway. You're gonna wonder why, but what I'm referencing is not so much the why right now, is what good players do and how they work their way around. Now what's important at this stage in the game is that our wrist is also in line with our form our lead wrist, or slightly flexed downward. This is a monster component that not that many people talk about that every great player does well. They rotate that lead wrist, they're flexing that lead wrist, and that's changing the club face angle or closing it or making it more square to their arc and setting them up to hit it with a forward leaning shaft that impact for most clubs and keeping that club relatively square to the arc to the hang area. Most amateurs aren't gonna be closed enough with their club face at this point and it's gonna result in them trying to flip it or square it or use some weird mechanism to try to make it square that's not that repeatable. This is where stuff like the hanger drill is important or the hanger training aid. Learning to flex that lead wrist and square the club face early is absolutely essential to having a predictable ball flight. And then when we get to impact, I'm not gonna grind on what impact should look like as far as what the club face is doing because your ball is gonna tell you that. Where your ball starts is where your club face was pointed. Ideally, we wanna end up on target, right? So we want a ball that ends up on target, so our club face should be pointed roughly at the target. The shaft should be leaning forward. How much, it depends on what club you're hitting and how much swing speed you have. But basic rules, are more loft, more shaft lean, less swing speed, less shaft lean for slower swingers. So if you're not that strong, don't swing that fast, you don't need as much shaft lean or want as much shaft lean, it's not ideal. If you swing faster, you can support more shaft lean because you're creating speed, which is creating backspin, which is creating lift and an apex that is nice and high and hopefully relatively straight. So we want a club face that's relatively square through the hitting area, but what's important is that through that hitting area, we want to maintain that baby as, strong, as square as possible for from six inches prior to six inches past. We really want to ideally keep that club face very square to our arc through the hitting zone. And then as we swing through, as we swing through into the follow through, 
some of you are going to ask, well, you've already swung through. Does it really matter? Yes, it matters because it's a reflection of how you move to get to that point. So in the follow through, I like that club face. If straight up and down was 12 o'clock, again, I like that club face to the right, 15 to 30 degrees, a little canted to the right. So we're not flipping it. We're not rotating it a massive amount. We're keeping our club face relatively square and we're relying on body rotation and, and really great positions to allow us to be repeatable. Now, I will say that there's some variation there. We're gonna see players who have more club face rotation, meaning that the club face for a right-handed player would even be twisted to the left at 12 o'clock. Let's say even to 11 o'clock or negative 20, 30 degrees, all the way to a positive 15 to 30 degrees. There's some variation here in swing styles and this would have to go with how your grip and release pattern kind of match up to get there. But that's not today's conversation. It's not about grip, it's not about release style, it's about maintaining a club face that's square, understanding what good positions are, and then hopefully helping you work towards that. So things like a hanger drill are really great positional work that are gonna help you feel what it feels like to maintain a relatively square club face. There's a lot of good drills, we can break those down more. But I just wanted to get you an understanding of what is square, how to work towards that. Because a lot of compensations made in the golf swing are reflections of the club face, how, subconscious reflections. A lot of times an open-faced player flips the club because that's how they've learned to make it square. There are so many compensations I see that are stemming from the club face. Now, I like to talk about the club face, I like to talk about the hands, but understand that your body is an integral piece of that as well. Everything influences everything, but your hands are the primary influencer on the club face. Your body is secondary. And yeah, anyway, I know we kind of dove into the weeds about the club face, but I wanted to put this out there because I wanted you to understand what good club face positions were. Any questions about comments, drills, stuff like that, let me know. Send me an email, reach out to me on socials. I really like hearing from y'all. Leave this podcast a review, share it with a friend. That stuff legitimately helps. And uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out. I'll catch you back same time, same place next week. <laughs>